0: Chapter 7 of A Year's Prayer Meeting Talk. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks by Louis Albert Banks. Chapter 7 Christ's Mission to Deaf Ears. Isaiah, 35th Chapter, 5th Verse. The character portrayed as representing the Christian in the prophecies as well as in the words of christ represents a wide-awake alert hopeful enthusiastic aggressive personality it is gracious and gentle and loving but all of these incarnated in a strong and earnest life christ's idea of a christian is set forth with great clearness in the twelfth chapter of luke where he says to his disciples indicating their attitude after he should be gone let your loins be girded about and your lights burning and ye yourselves like unto men that wait for their lord again and again he cautions them against drowsiness of soul and the danger of being asleep on guard when the master shall come we need to be frequently reminded of the danger of falling into a careless attitude concerning our duty and the responsibilities and privileges that belong to us nothing is more important to us in our christian career than that our ears shall be open to hear the voices which speak to us of duty and of opportunity. There are many ways by which men and women are made deaf to the higher calls upon them. Sometimes the ears close through a sluggish content. There is such a thing as pharisaical self-complacency, a settling down at ease and being satisfied with what we have already accomplished. To do this is to cease to grow, and to cease all earnestness of effort in the higher culture of our own nature for the conquest of our fellow men for Christ. There are many warnings in the scripture against this condition, and a woe is declared upon those that are at ease in Zion. Contentment in its true sense is, of course, desirable and right. Paul said, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content we are assured again that godliness with contentment is great gain but there is a sort of contentment which is not an accomplishment of godliness it is a contentment that is born of laziness of a willingness to do nothing and accomplish nothing there is a discontent which is selfish and which is born of a spirit of rebellion against god that is wicked but there is a discontent that is holy and divine the proper attitude of the earnest christian is that of the listener with open ear open mind open heart longing to know more of god hungering and thirsting for his righteousness alert to receive indications of his will and with every enlargement of soul trying to do service for the master as dr barrows of boston says it is not the selfish grasping heart which is unsatisfied it is the loving and generous one THE BABY BORN WITH SUCH A NATURE MAKES FRIENDS WITH ALL THE WORLD. AS A CHILD, IT CLAIMS THE WHOLE SCHOOL AS CLASSMATES. ARRIVING AT MATURITY, THERE IS STILL THE EAGER OUTSTRETCHING FOR MORE TO LOVE. THE HAPPY MOTHER REJOICES IN THE WIDER OPPORTUNITY FOR THE TENDRILS OF AFFECTION TO CLASP AND CLING. SHE WATCHES HER LITTLE ONES GROW TO MANHOOD AND WOMANHOOD, AND REJOICES IN GRANDCHILDREN ON WHOM TO POUR OUT THE RICH BALM OF HER HEART there is a vast difference between the unsatisfied heart unsatisfied because conscious of latent powers that are god-given and hungry for development and the dissatisfied heart the unsatisfied heart is alert for every good that comes and full of gratitude in response the dissatisfied heart frets and fumes because its selfish achievements do not bring it peace the man or woman with the open mind and heart may see dear one after dear one pass away yet there is ever an on-reaching of affection which holds like a magnet all who come within its influence one might speak of the sun as unsatisfied in the same sense in these march days it is calling after the buried roots and seeds and slowly but surely awakening the springtime afterward it will gently lure on the forests and fields toward the summer and still later bring about the golden wealth of the autumn harvest it is ever calling onward and upward it is so with the unsatisfied soul it sees ever in perspective joy and love and stretches out its wings to meet them the immortal life is to it an unquestioned reality how else could the instinctive longings of the heart be gratified when there are in a community enough such souls to leaven it the tone of that place is optimistic if things are not right they will be made so there is no halting place for the unsatisfied heart it springs from better to better finding satisfaction only in the infinite life and love sometimes our ears are closed through recklessness no one can estimate the sorrows and defeats that come to our human life through the ear that is stopped up because of indifference we are pursuing many things that now seem good to us when if we had an open mind to hear the warnings of history and divine truth we should know that we would be much worse off than we are if we were to succeed in our pursuit but it is not only ourselves that we destroy because of deafness brought on by our recklessness and indifference down in the fire-room of a big steamer that was lying at the wharf in new york a young man was told to do a certain piece of work in connection with the pumps there were two pumps close together in the room one for feeding the boiler and the other to use in case the ship should take fire this latter one was capable of throwing a volume of water as large as a man's body the young man who had been employed on the ship for three years and who when he concentrated his attention on it knew all that was necessary concerning the work in hand went to the wrong pump and removed the cap from the fire pump in a moment he discovered his error but the force of the water was so great that he could not replace the cap on the pump Without a word he ran to the deck, left the steamer, and took the cars for his home in another state. Before the accident was discovered, the water had filled the hold of the vessel, and in spite of every effort the vessel sank, and many thousands of dollars of damage was done. What do you suppose was this young man's answer to the question as to the cause of the accident? It was in four little words. I did not think how much sorrow we are giving other people through ignorance which is our own fault and which would be dispelled in a moment were we to open our ears to the words of knowledge sounding within our hearing chapter seven